This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. Right, Chris. All right. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good day. Depending wherever you are listening to us from around the world. Welcome along. Uh, it's the latest instalment of the conversation, uh, the one-to-one chats that I have with ex-players, managers, directors, anybody associated with Leicester City Football Club. I've yet to find a tea lady, but I am still trying. Um, it's great. 
to be in a good mood to be hosting one of these for once after the weekend's result, which is absolutely fantastic. Tonight, well, t- t- for me, this guy is a legend. He um, he won a League Cup while he was at Leicester. He got promoted with us at Leicester. Um, he was five-time Swedish champion and one-time um, Scottish Cup winner. Uh, sorry, Scottish Cup winner? Swedish Cup winner. <laughs> so I should have gone to Specsavers. Uh, Wikipedia is a wonderful thing. Uh, and yes... You're going to ask this. I've warned him he's going to be asked this. We will be talking. He's the man that kept a certain Brazilian in his pocket for 180 minutes. Um, he is the man, the legend, Pontus Camar. Good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Hi, Chris. Uh, good evening. Thank you very much for that presentation. You know, that was even, that, that was even better than the original one, you know, so... Appreciate that. <laughs> you, you are welcome. You are welcome. Um, obviously, we will come on to you, your your time at Leicester, but um, obviously, Swedish. You were born and you started yeah. in Sweden. What's I mean? We know like that. You know what the youth setup is like in this country. Mm. Is it easy in you know? Obviously, you well, basically, what's the youth setup like for football in in Sweden? Well, f- football is huge in Sweden as well. I mean, we're a smaller country, less p- population than than England, and even the climate is worse. <laughs> it, it can get worse. I, I tell you, it can get worse. So, yeah, so it's it's colder, you know. But uh, but uh, I would say we have a lot of um, uh, green areas. You know, we we have a good infrastructure for for football. So so and nowadays for the youngsters with a uh, the, the the plastic surface or indoor uh, big uh, big holes they have as well you know it wasn't like that before so so I would say it's um, it's not too bad actually to grow up there you know obviously it's not as large big money uh, even if you come up in the first team mm-hmm. so for that reason you need an education because you you would not live on the on the money from the football, <laughs> so or you can't um, you can't be a re- realistic to, to do that mm. in, in Sweden. So, but we train as much, you know. So we we try, and it's it's a, it's it's quite big over here as well. Good, yeah. Um, you you started. I mean, you you first, your youth team. I believe now. Forgive my pronunciations. That's People amazing. that know me well will know that anything past Smith and Jones and White and Brown, <laughs> I struggle with. Um, and I went to Norway and I've been practicing, but I, I, I still struggle. Uh, Vasterus was when yeah. you started with the youth team there. Yeah, I did. I grew up there in Vasterus, uh, hmm. uh, same as Victor Lindelöf, actually. So. Oh, uh, Right. Yeah, um, his uh, his uh, parents I know. You know that's how old I am. You know, so it's yeah. So I I was there for for nineteen years. You know, I played ice hockey. I played football. Wow. It's all kind of sports, but especially up in the in the national team, both ice hockey and football. So so um, no, it, it, it's a it's quite similar to to Leicester, if I say Vestros in that aspect that. I think Vestros is about the tenth biggest city in Sweden. Uh, obviously, only a hundred, a little bit more than a hundred thousand in population. But uh, I would say Leicester, if you look at it, uh, 
is quite similar for that aspect in uh, I don't know in which uh, place Leicester are, but I would reckon it's around that eight, nine, tenth bigger city in 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 the UK. I think I'm safe to say that I've spoken to sort of a couple of um, ex players that have maybe played cricket or or, 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 or a bit of rugby. Never <laughs> spoken to an ex footballer that's played ice hockey before. No, all right, all right, yeah, we see. You see, what 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 finally won you over to football? Uh, it was it was a close call actually because mm. I was um, I had to to choose between them. Uh, but I think for you never know how you're gonna uh, grow as a person or uh, when you're a kid or whatever. But just over one year, you know, I had a lot of progress. Uh, I became better than my friends. I didn't no. train that much more, but sometimes you don't know how you develop. No, no. Uh, and and with that uh, said, I think it's very important to to everybody to continue because you never really know. And sometimes I wouldn't say it's a lottery, but it's it's still, you know, the, the people develop differently. So yeah. over for one year, I, I've never played youth football. I came from from the from the as we say, Polyklaget. That's the kids. Uh, and then you come into the to the juniors uh, usually, and then you come to the first team. But I went straight through. Uh, I was selected to the to the youth national team under fifteen, under sixteen, mm. and and then I got into the. I was the only chosen one for the for the world team uh, wow. uh, on, of my age when I was fifteen. Yeah. I was selected to go down to France and and represent Sweden. So. It went very quickly, to be honest. And then I played for the first team for a couple of years and and then I moved to Gothenburg. That was, I suppose, I mean, Gothenburg, very big club in Sweden. Um, yeah. What Was there any sort of, you know, were, were, did you feel you were ready for it? Were you surprised that the move came when it did? I was very surprised because, as you say, um, nowadays, Premier League, Champions League or whatever, it's so huge uh, Mm. For, for the youngsters, they, they won't remember, but there was a time, not that long time ago, when other teams could compete in Europe. And uh, with Gothenburg, we actually reached a third place in Champions League. Mm. Uh, we were the favourite uh, a few years later, 94. We we got beaten by Bayern Munich uh, in the in the uh, after the group stage, and we were. We were the favourites to go through. Actually, mm. we were in the group Man United, Barcelona, uh, and we won that group. Uh, so, uh, back in the days, we we could compete uh, yeah. e even in, in a club level. Now it's impossible. And 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 just to add to your um, list of keeping players and clubs under control, one of you, one of, well, you, obviously being a defender, goal scoring wasn't sort of the top of your charts, but no. you, you scored against Manchester United in the Champions League. Yes, I did, yeah. And when I come, came to Gothenburg from Westeros, as you say, actually, I was a central midfielder all my youth when I played. Mm -hmm. And then when I got up into the, to the first team of Westeros, they used me as a winger, or as a forward, actually. Right. But it was in the national team, they, they converted me into a wing defender. And maybe that's the luck, you know, otherwise maybe I wouldn't have reached as far. So, yeah. uh, so 
yes, because so, most people think I'm just I'm just a defender. Mm. And I'm, but even in ice hockey, I was a forward, and in 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 the football, I was a central midfielder. But uh, I got converted. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like you say, Gothenburg, great success there. Yeah, was, was it five titles you won whilst at Gothenburg? Yeah, in in six years we won five titles. That's true. Yeah, and and it must have. I mean, they say into the you know very very deep into the uh, Champions League. I mean, what what was it actually at Manchester United where you scored the goal, or was it at Gothenburg? It was home. It was we home. got beaten away. Unfortunately, you know, we got into the to their kind of football. We we yeah, we didn't play it tactically well enough you know so we got beaten 4-2 at Old Trafford but we won 3-1 at home so yeah. so at, at least we took some revenge there <laughs> was was that was that in the Alex Ferguson was he manager then yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Paul Ince and uh, Hughes and uh, yeah uh, Schmeichel well, in goal etc you know so they had a, they had a good uh, Ryan Giggs of course yes yes playing in that team I mean, we, we we love you for what you did at Leicester, but we love you even more now. We know that you, you scored in a win over... Uh, over Man, you, um, Red Devils. The Red Devils, exactly. Yeah. And uh, and you say you're in the same group as Barcelona and you topped that group, so it was yeah. great times. You won the Cup as well, the Swedish Cup. Yeah. It's not as big over in Sweden. You know, it's it's the league and go to, the, to Europe. That was the main goal back in the days you know mm. for gothenburg or whatever but yeah so i i hardly remember even that i won the cup you know but yes we we have the in indoor cup and the, and the outside cup as well but it's 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 like the caribou cup you know it's not really that highly rated you know so don't start me on the caribou cup we'll be here we'll be here all night um and then you suddenly got the call from leicester city yeah. Again, I would imagine totally out of the blue. It, yeah, it, it was actually. And w back in the days, well, there were agents, but not like uh, today yeah. when they're 12 years old, you know, they have, they have yeah. three of them, you know. So it's uh, <laughs> it was differently. And uh, But there were some rumors, you know, I played in the World Cup. I played for my, for my country. Uh, it was also before the Bosman ruling, so it wasn't that easy yeah. and you mm. needed a work permit, you know. So mm. I got a little bit annoyed about because uh, it had to be a good offer. Otherwise, my club wouldn't be interested, if you know what I mean. So so there had been a couple of uh, Sporting Lisbon and some other clubs that came in, but the club said no, no, no. So I didn't think that that it was... You know, they were going to put a really good offering, you know, so that so that I could leave. And the same time, Leicester at that time wasn't even in the highest division. But no. Uh, no. but I thought I've, I've done everything on the domestic and national team, and I really wanted to to go abroad and, and play. So it was really good timing, you know, for for for, for that move. So um, yeah, everything came into place. And I mean, eight hundred and forty thousand, I believe it was yeah, uh, yeah. The, the transfer. And I, I, I mean, it is it, is a very good reason. Like you say, you've done everything, maybe you know that you could do uh, at Gothenburg. Mm. But uh, I mean, you just mentioned then the likes of Sporting Lisbon and what have you. But Leicester, we were a club that they say was in the second tier. Um, 
you probably turned up and Martin O'Neill used to say that when he when he brought signed players, he used to reverse them onto the pitch so that they <laughs> couldn't see the, the, the stand on the far side. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you must have, you know, I mean, coming to, because, you know, I would imagine, you know, you were thinking possibly playing in the Premier League, which you obviously did um, yeah. at Leicester because we got promoted. But, yeah. I mean, it was Martin O'Neill, was, was it or Mark McGee that signed? McGee, it was Mark, yeah. And yeah. I think it was because I think they went over to, we played in, in Gothenburg, uh, Sweden played Scotland. And oh. uh, and I, I had a good game. I had a D game when I, when I played all right, you know. So I was lucky, you know. I had one good game in the national team, you know. So so no, so I had had a good game, and I think that's one of the reason why they came in and and asked, you know. And uh, you have to you have to know that in Sweden we follow English football. We I think we have broadcasted English football longer than England have broadcasted English football. <laughs> Yeah, no. it's I, actually I, I I could make fun of it, but I think it's the truth actually because it's a it's a tradition for forty years or, f or fifty years. I think we we had a celebration for more than fifty years. We have no. shown the Premiership in Sweden, so everyone that follows football in Sweden, maybe they follow a Swedish team, but they definitely have an English team as a as a favorite team, you know. So so, so with that aspect. You know, it's very popular to obviously now with, with Premier League, it's popular all over the world and with the money in it. But back in the days, it was very, it was very interesting to 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 go to the British Islands and play. Yeah, and and Mark, I mean, <laughs> I've always got mixed feelings over um, Mark McGee. I've got to be honest with you. I don't like the way that he left the club, but no, football to Wolverhampton you. for what yeah, reason? Yeah. My God. And they were seen as the bigger club. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how did that work out, Mark? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it. we got Martin O'Neill. I mean, yeah. you know, like you say, these things have a, a way of sometimes of working working out. But, mm. I mean, was that a disruptive time at the club? I mean, you just signed. The manager that you signed for within, what, three or four months was walking out? Yeah. And I got injured as well with a Crusade ligament. So it was uh, it was really strange time for for that reason you know so I, mm. and very disappointing for me so so you know I, I felt a little bit ashamed and embarrassed you know to come to a club uh, even uh, well 840 doesn't sound much nowadays but oh, no, it, it, it was still money back in in the days you know so a, a club the size of leicester especially you know yeah so yeah. Uh, so uh, i just i just tried to get back into fitness and people was very friendly it's it's a i don't just say that you know it's a it's a really you know it it's it's a mm. it's a special club leicester is a special club you know it's a, it's nice people even it's a nice city you know even people around the, the club in the club or whatever you know so no so you you just want to get back and and do your best you know yes I was going to say, and you answered it there, but you know how how I mean, you, you've come over to to Gothenburg. You know, you've left your friends, you've left your family, um, but they made you welcome. Was it difficult to settle in? Because of course, these days we think of players sort of we sign them on the Monday, and they're, they're in the first team on the Saturday. You know, yeah. For me, I, I got in on the on the on the Thursday and on the Friday it was a Christmas party kind of, you know, and then you were in the team, you know. So it's yeah. no, so 
no, it was. I I, th I think from from my perspective anyway, I got into it right away. Mm. Uh, I mean, I I even if I have my Swedish um, accent or whatever, you know, it's uh, we can easily adopt with culture, with language. Uh, I really like British people as well, you know, because the, it's a good warmth, you know, they like to have a laugh, you know, the humor is good, uh, you know, so no, I, I, I just loved it from, from, from the beginning, yeah. you know. I, I always feel totally, but I've never been any good at languages. I wasn't at school. And I just think uh, British people generally, we have this sort of, well, you speak English. I, I was on, um, I was on a safari in South Africa. There was like uh, a couple of Dutch people, uh, 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 some Germans, and mm. there's only a couple of us English people there. But when we were talking in the evening, it was always in English. You know? Yeah, I was out there thinking, God, this is in a way it's a little bit embarrassing, but um, but uh, but there we go. But like you say, so Mark McGee left. Uh, Martin O'Neill came in. Uh, I would, I mean, obviously, completely different style of manager. Yeah. Um, what, what, um, yeah, how was it adapting to him? What, what, what was his thoughts on you when he first came in? Um, well, first, I wasn't his signing, so I was, <laughs> you know, you, you know, the, the hierarchy sometimes and how it can be, you know, so, mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't sure how he would react or whatever, but, I think I think he was a gentleman. You know, he's a very he's a very smart person. Uh, he can be he can be really hard. He can be, he has his black side as well. But but uh, but um, but no, he's a gentleman. You know, and uh, uh, he he just he just wants performance. That's what he does. Uh, when when I say that that he can be hard or whatever, it's only because. For him, it's it's to win the game or do the bring the maximum out of the team, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so when it comes off the football, you know, he's the he's the greatest gentleman you could meet, honestly. And I, I, I think he was really skillful. Um, at first, I I thought like you you know, I know he was with Cluffy, you know, the punishment yeah. reward kind of uh, regime. But uh, I think he's very intelligent. He knows a lot of football. And uh, we had an amazing team, I think, as well. You know, we had yeah. a lot of great characters in the team. You know, sometimes not the best footballers, but uh, yeah. uh, they, they, they would fight until they dropped for, for, for the club, you know. So, no, it's, it's a, it was a great uh, atmosphere within the team. It was, it was I mean... It was a great time to be a Leicester fan because, of course, the success that at that time that was sort of huge for Leicester that we hadn't had before. You know, we yeah. we we won a playoff. Um, uh, you know, we seemed to <laughs> at that time we seemed, seemed to be like an annual trip for Leicester fans to yeah. Wembley for the playoff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you you weren't were you in, you weren't included in the Palace squad, were you in the in the uh, in the final? When promotion? Yeah, in the in the playoff final. No, I was injured. I got injured mm -hmm. uh, yeah. so in the cup, so that's why. Uh, so I just played a couple of 
um, championship games, and and then mm. I got injured. It was in the cup game against Bolton. You know, I got right. I tore my my knee. So when I got back, we were already promoted. You know, so I didn't have to do much <laughs> than to cheer on. You know, so the the, the, the rest of the guys the, did it for me. You know, <laughs> I want to say, what was it like? I mean, were, were you because you were, were you sort of at the ground or were you watching? Yeah, it from, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on crutches. You know, so it was. Uh, yeah, absolutely, you know. So, no, yeah. so, that's, so that was, and we came from behind as well, mm. even in that playoff, you know. So, yeah. it wasn't 100% sure that we would, you know, prom get promoted, you know. But, uh, well, of but, course, uh, during that season, I think it was the Sheffield United game that Martin O'Neill always remembers when the crowd were wanted him out, shall we say, and he did turn yeah. things around. And of course, Julian Watts, I don't know if you remember Julian. Oh, Watts, of team. course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a regular on the uh, on the show. He, he comes on and does quite a few shows yeah. with me. So yeah, yeah. he said, he asked me to send you his best. So yeah, yeah, um, thank you. I will do that. But yeah, thank you. he he says he still dines off the fact that he, he put the cross in for Steve Claridge to shin yeah. the ball in to the back yeah, of the net. Exactly. You know. Um, that's what he did. He shinned them in, you know. That's what he did. <laughs> well, he claimed to. I mean, there's that, and then obviously we'll come on to the final replay as well when he he shinned it again. I don't mind if he shins it. If he no, <laughs> that's no, what he no. does with his shins, um, I was happy. But like you say, there were some great characters in there. Um, you know, you had sort of Steve Claridge, you know, yeah, journeyman, yeah. but uh, always looked like he, uh, he he needed a needed a shower. Um, and I've got, I've got to say, I've got to ask you. Uh, we were only talking about this gentleman the other day, uh, Zelko Kalac, the goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't know how close you were to the bench, but Martin O'Neill always says that when he was substituting him at the end, which was a masterstroke, uh, we're looking <laughs> back, that he turned around and says, "Don't worry, boss. Um, I'll, uh, I'll win it for you." Did you have any idea that Martin was going to do that? No. No. I, no, I didn't, you know, no, so, but I remember Selko and, uh, and Steve Corica as well, you know, Steve was, yes. uh, he was a really good player actually, so, yes. but Selko had, um, had difficult moments, uh, you know, uh, between the posts uh, mm. at Leicester, you know, so he did some, uh, some mistakes there. He did. Um, we, we always remember, we always used to nickname him uh, Dracula because he was scared of crosses. But, <laughs> but he went on, I mean, he went on to have a great career at AC Milan and uh, yeah, all, yeah. <coughs> excuse me, all credit to him. Um, yeah. but, they did uh, work up for Australia as well, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've got to say, I mean, I remember watching that and you know, we, we like I say we we'd been to Wembley so many times. We'd lost most of the time. I can remember the the, the Swindon game when it was like you know three nil down, got it back to three three, lost four three on a dodgy penalty. Um, <laughs> I remember watching that. I mean, to win it in the way it was done. I mean, to my mind, it's like um, you know the the famous uh, they think it's all over. It is now commentary. And I remember the commentary from that going like, "This could be the winner from Cal uh, from Claridge." It is, you know. It was yeah. a great, great atmosphere. What was the trepidation going into the Premier into the Premier League at that time? What was the? Sorry, it was it was like, like you know, did did the did the club? Because obviously, there's a lot of clubs that got promoted, and we'd done it before and come mm -hmm. straight back down. Was mm -hmm. there a different feeling under Martin O'Neill that actually this was going to be different? 
Não. <risos> Não, everybody thought that uh, Leicester was the was the team that was going to go down. It was mm. only who, who, who were going to join us back down again. Yes. But but and but I think that we knew we had some quality in the squad. Mm. But if you look at it, I don't think we realized how good good of a squad it actually was if you know mm -hmm. what i mean because if you look at the at the names now it's easy to say oh yeah he was a good player he was a... but back then they weren't well known i mean musi you didn't know that mustafa isa was going to be neil and you know yeah. gups uh matt elliott uh, what yeah. you know there were so many players heski that he was going to become what he became etc etc mm -hmm. so And yeah, and then we had Casey Keller in goal uh, yeah. later on as well. So it, it was, it was, it was actually, it was not a bad team, eh? and mm. and that's probably why we were in the middle of the the league each year because mm. you know, but we were not well known, so we were not big names back then, you know. So I think everybody hated playing us, didn't they? If I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We were strong in the boxes, you know. We had uh, really strong headers, you know, with uh, Walshy as well, you know, and oh, yeah. Marshy came on sometimes as well, and and obviously with Matty, uh, amongst others, you know, we were, yeah, we were difficult to play against. Oh, definitely. And I'm glad to I'm noting you, you didn't mention Robbie Savage, and I, I uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sam, my, uh, he was just he just annoyed. The, the opponents. That's what he did, you know. He, he frustrated them. That's what he did. <laughs> he did. Oh, bless him. He got. Uh, he, he's he's loved and hated in equal amounts by uh, by Leicester fans. Yeah, but, I understand. Um, <laughs> but I mean, Steve Guppy. I mean, you mm. know, it, had he been had he sort of been playing for a, a, a you know a Liverpool or a Man United, he he would have been a regular for England, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, uh, it, 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 like you say, some some great names, mm -hmm. and I must admit, Nottingham Forest this season they've come up, they got through yeah. to a semi final. Um, yeah. Obviously, getting to a final in the first season up isn't for everybody. They couldn't no. do it. We, we did it. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, Wimbledon in the semis wasn't it? I believe. Um, mm -hmm. Great, great times and two legged games, and again. Was it, I think, Simon Grayson that got the winner? And we went through on away goals, if I'm, if my memory... Oh, you're probably, you're probably right. I don't remember. No, 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 fair, fair play. Uh, <coughs> I'm just having a look here. Um, in the next... Let me just have a season behind myself here. Let me, uh, let me have a look, if it tells me. Um... League club. Yes, it was Wimbledon. Yeah, we played Wimbledon. Or another not fancied team and didn't expect it yeah. too much. And was uh, Winnie was Winnie playing as well? Vinnie Jones was he playing that game? Possibly. Let, uh, yeah. I can have a let's have a look. Vinnie yeah. Jones. Um, I, I did. I was at a Q and A with him um, a year or so ago, and uh, he <laughs> because he does a bit of singing. And um, you, when you go up beforehand and you do, you know, you shake your hands and you get your picture taken. And I said to him, I said, are you doing any, any, any singing tonight, Vinny? And I won't tell you his reply, but I left very quickly. <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
Uh, let's just have a look whether he was still there or not. Um, is it not? Oh, it's not showing me. It's not showing me. Dwight Gale got a goal on the 23rd minute. Yeah, and then um, it was in the way leg because it was nil nil at mm. Filbert Street. And then Simon Grayson, another defender, yeah, got yeah, the yeah. goal. And we went through on the away goals rule. That's oh, um, yeah, brilliant. That, those yeah. are the best. <laughs> yes, I mean, it was amazing, amazing mm. feeling. Um, and we got obviously to, 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 to Wembley and the great mm. match that was, you know, like I said, you know, it's going to get mentioned. Um, you know, you were established by then in the team. Um, I mean, mid-table, just before we come on to the game itself, mid-table for the whole league was, you know, it, it was just totally unexpected. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, and they had some good results that year as well. You know, we'd, we'd already beaten Middlesbrough in the league, um, at home, away from home, sorry, at, at their place, uh, we'd beat Tottenham. Um, then d doesn't everybody at the moment, <laughs> exactly. unless, unless you Man City. Uh, we will leave that. We beat Derby 4 2 in a classic game. Um, we were knocked out of the FA Cup by a controversial goal, so we say to, to Chelsea, but we got to the final of the League Cup, and it's like. We just again, it, it's the sort of thing a club didn't do in the first season back up in the Premier League. No. And I mean, I, I remember Julian saying when he was walking out for the playoff final, literally he was he was pooing himself as he was walking out. What was it like for the fine walking out? It's great. It's the best feeling you can have. You know, and especially when it's uh, like a final, because uh, with uh, half of the stadium being blue, mm. uh, you know, so uh, with the home supporters or the Leicester supporters or whatever, you know, so it's uh, no, it's it's uh, it's a great feeling to be honest, and uh, always to play on uh, on Wembley because if you play at Wembley, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's have, it's heaven and hell, isn't it? You know, it's a, it's a final, and either you win it or you lose it. You know, so mm. it's a, it's a great feel. I've been playing there against England with Sweden as well, and it's it's special to play on uh, at Wembley. You know, I, I I went, I did get to say I didn't get to that final, but I did get to the final when we beat Tranmere, which was the last one at the old Wembley, and. Yeah. Uh, she was a grand old lady. There was just there was just an atmosphere, I and mean, it was ready to be knocked yeah. down. I've got to be honest with you, but you know um, what a game that first leg was, though. I mean, we we, we all know, like I say, and, and I showed this sort of right at the start, and I, and, I, and I showed you before the game. But we all know that you had Ravinelli. Uh, sorry, you had Janino in your pocket. Has, has, has that weighed you down over the years? Is he still there? <laughs> He's over. He's asleep now, you know. But I can, wake him up. I can wake him up if you want to have a have a word with him. No, no, no. It's fine. Let let, let him sleep. Bless him. Let all him right, sleep. All right. Did you know? Because I mean, it literally was a man marking job, wasn't it? And yeah, a role. I think if I've read this right, that you you hadn't really sort of ever played before. How, how not, did Martin not, bring you know approach you with it? Well, not to that extent you yeah. know because I've, we've done it i think i played liverpool away i i was following mcmanaman yeah 
but mm. more not all over the pitch, if you know what I mean. Not yeah. like standing one yard, uh, half a yard away from him the, for 90 minutes, you know. But And I, we played quite a lot of one against one at training. So I know that Gaffa knew that I, 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 that's, I'm, I'm quite good at that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. quite strong one against one. And, and, uh, and a few weeks before the final, we didn't play a good game against Middlesbrough, you know, because they, mm-hmm. they beat us quite easily. And it was uh, the little magician who, who torn us apart. They had uh, Emerson as well there, you know, but yeah. uh, Eugenio was a different level, yeah. you know. So mm-hmm. I think uh, Martin knew that, well, we, we need to do something. It's, it's better to play 10 against 10 and, and, and bring us, uh, the two of us out yeah. of the game, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, I I think that's I think it's a masterstroke from from uh, from Martin because mm. I, I think he was so good at that time and he would he would have uh, hurt us you know so and it's also I have to be a little bit honest and modest as well you know that it's not that easy to play against somebody if if the only thing you do is defending and if you don't let them turn if you know what I mean it's mm. it's it's not that easy as an attacker. Uh, it's it's easier if you if you can turn around and come with speed. So, but if you play it the right way and be close from the beginning, you know, uh, then uh, then uh, then it's not as easy. No, no. I mean Ravenelli. I mean another yeah. another yeah. top name. Exactly. Um, that you know they they had some players in that team, didn't they? I mean. You know, with, with what he scored, sort of, you know, <laughs> doing uh, extra time, and we thought, well, that's it. And then, I mean, right at the end, I mean, I can I can see that now that it was it wasn't the cleanest goal that Leicester have ever scored, but nope. my God, when when Heskey forced it over the line, oh, it was like unreal. 118 minutes gone. Um, I think that's probably where the foxes never quit. All came from because Martin yeah. did used to make you play right up until the death, didn't he? Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So he, he came out on the pitch uh, and told me I was going to play, and uh, and that he, he wanted me to to play against Eugenio and go man marking. So I didn't know before that. Oh, and, and was I mean, I, would, I was a stupid question to ask, really. But was it? I suppose it, it wasn't easy. Uh, no, it's it's not easy, but uh, but um, yeah, you you just have to try to do your best, uh, you know. So uh, mm. uh, I mean, that's all you can do, to, to be honest, you know. And 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 uh, I knew I was in really good shape because I had been injured, which meant that I've been I've been training very very hard, um, actually just for this game, you could say. Sometimes mm. it's better to get a match fitness that you play a lot of games, uh, and but if it's just one particular game, uh, and if you've been out for a while, you can do a certain training. You can really train really hard, so you can have mm. a really high fitness level. So I, I felt I was strong. So and I knew my game has always been, you know, when we played the World Cup, they they wanted me to play against Romario, you know. So I I, I was quite used to the role to play against 
quick players, you know, because that's probably was, you know, the best part of my game as well. Yeah. Um, David says here that 94-95 Champions League with Gothenburg was bloody great. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was actually. <laughs> and Anthony, I, I have seen your questions, Anthony, so I say we will come to the uh, some of them at the end. We said, I bought Pontus on my football manager game for £3 million once. Uh, I was the manager of Aston Villa. He scored the winning goal to win me the FA Cup. You see. <laughs> Yes, he's an Arsenal fan, so he he, <laughs> he always seems to sort of play as other teams or support other teams. I suppose that's what happens when when you're an Arsenal fan. <laughs> Chris, do you remember that Nigel Pearson was in that uh, Middlesbrough team as well? Yes, Nigel, he was, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, the, the defender. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in fairness, they had. I mean, they had Bobby Robson was the manager. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bob yeah. Robson, and it was you know, but they just. Didn't that tell? Because I think they got relegated as well. That at the end, they were game. both cup finals and got relegated. Mm. Yeah, lost both finals and got relegated. <laughs> you know things are against you when that happens in in one season, doesn't it? You know, uh, but you know we 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 got out of jail free, if you like, almost, and uh, it went yeah. back to um, to Hillsborough every Wednesday for the yeah. replay, um, yeah. and another another shin um yeah. the game i mean to be honest with you, they were two very evenly matched teams weren't they yeah they were definitely yeah so it's occasions or uh, you know or somebody does something magical that's going to change a game like that because uh, like mm-hmm. they had their chances as well in the first leg i remember ravanelli had a couple uh, or at least one really good chance, and you know. So, but you know that that sport, you know, it, it's uh, mm-hmm. it, you know you 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 need to put them away, you know. Otherwise, it doesn't really matter, you know. And you have to do it at the right yeah. time. So, yeah. Some some you win, some you lose. Yes. Um, Anthony's going to hate me in a minute because of a game I'm <laughs> going to talk about. <laughs> But we won it, and you know we'd yeah. won the first. It was the first, com- you know, the first cup of the season. We were in Europe again, uh, and we, you know, we were, we, we seemed to, as always, we seemed to get us had to go Madrid. But yeah. I mean, what? I mean, when did you sober up? <laughs> I have to ask you that. Well, I, well, I, I'm not a big drinker, you know, so I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I probably no, was the we'll, first we'll one. That. We'll I, I, I was the first one that could drive, probably in that team, you know. But, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, no, it was it, it was great fun. I, I can have. I'm not uh, a non-alcoholic. I can have a glass of wine. I can have a. Yeah. Actually, I like English cider, you know. I, oh. I like strong boy and stuff like that, you know. Now so you're I, talking. You now yeah, exactly. I, I like you more and more. <laughs> you know, this game scoring against Man United, liking cider. Oh no, mm. I, I love I love cider myself. Got yeah. to the apple though. No, I yeah, don't like any of these flavoured ones. No, know, no, 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 not too sweet. You know, no, a little no. bit dry. But yeah, I mean, it it, it was it was great and, and just totally like you say, unexpected. I mean, obviously, we all know the five thousand to one story and, and the yep. season, but this was was up there with it. Like I say, expected to go straight back down, yeah. mid table security, if you like, uh, and yeah. safety, and a trophy and. It was sort of it almost became our, our, our trophy for the next few seasons. But yeah. um, but what 
and I'm just going back. I didn't realise you were saying that you say you were injured, but and um, sorry, I should have I should have mentioned this, but you were out for almost it well a, a year, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Crusade uh, back in the days, you know, the uh, the technique <laughs> have gone, you know, have progressed as well. You know, nowadays, uh, but still, when you need to do a repair like that, you know, it takes a long time to 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 get back because it's it, they still need to screw something into your leg you know and stuff like that and it has to uh, to grow into the bone and stuff you know so it takes a long a long time you know so uh, that's that's the only sad thing i have with my career i have three crusade ligament repairs you know so i've been out for three years but uh, except for that it's it's been okay oh yeah and i mean what do you do when you're out for that long um train train <laughs> Is that all you can uh, do? Is it? Yeah, yeah, that's what you do. Rocky Balboa, that's what you do. You know, you train. <laughs> now I've got visions of you now with the music and the, yeah. the punch in the back. Exactly. Uh, did, I mean, was there ever a time during that when you thought maybe this is it? No. Or were you always self-confident, thinking, "Yeah, I'm going to come back from this." Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Never. Yeah. How do you see it as an opportunity to train harder? Because then you don't need a match fitness. You can really grind, you know. So, you know, th th that's what that's what I just try to do. You know, yeah. you know, it's it's not a bad life anyway. You know that you can yeah. go and train twice a day. So, uh, I, but you you have to have that kind of I think to get into that mental thought as well otherwise it can bring you down if you start getting miserable oh i'm injured la 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 la, la then yeah th then it's not good for you you know have to you have to get into the bubble and like the rocky balboa bubble you know and really <laughs> and really try to get back come back stronger you know that's, yes, that's yeah. what you kind of try to do I mean, you mentioned a few players from sort of the squad at that time but yeah i've got to ask you about steve walsh yeah, I mean, what uh, again? Somebody we speak to regularly for the show um, was he as as mad as he as he seemed on the pitch because he he wouldn't shy out of it. I mean, I think he still holds the record for the most red cards by one player in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, he he, he was uh, he he was a captain. You know, I know mm. that Matty as well uh, had. Uh, Armband, but uh, back in the days it was Walshy, you know, and uh, uh, rightly so. I mean, off the pitch, he's uh, uh, he's the nicest person you could could meet. Uh, yeah. But yeah. on the pitch, you know, he he wanted to win so badly, and he was sacrificing his body into situations where I was like, uh, you know, you you just don't get into situations like that. You know, he could have yeah. broken every bone, you know. Mm. I remember up when we played Everton, him and Duncan Ferguson had a, you know, it was like, uh, you know, uh, a real fight, you know, heavyweight fight, yeah. you know, rumble in the jungle with those two, you know. So, no, he was, uh, he, he was a great character, you know, mm. and uh, he definitely wanted to win and he, 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 got, he, he really got into the situations and, that's also sets a standard for the rest of the team. It's yeah. good to have somebody like that that shows the for the rest of the team, you know, what is worth, you know. And I think that I think that's why 
maybe because of him, but there were more players like that in the team, you know, that, uh, you know, even at Neil Lennon, you know, could really mm. get in or whatever, you know. So so we were a good battling team. We 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 we, we liked it like that, you know. Yeah. If it was a little bit too nice and neat, you know, uh, maybe maybe we had a, tr- a trouble, you know, but when we could get in there and play it a bit harder, you know, I think that was to our advantage. I mean, we could certainly do with more players like that in the team at the moment. We don't seem yeah. to have any any anybody with that bit of grit, do you know what I mean? But yeah. um, I mean, next season we didn't do so well. I think we got knocked out quite early on in the League Cup by, yeah. by, by Grimsby. But again, a couple of seasons of mid-table um, uh, safety. And like I said, we were a club and a team that nobody wanted to play. But I've got to talk to you about, and Anthony's going to not be happy now about this, but the 3-3 against Arsenal at oh. Filbert Street. Oh. I mean, what? And that, you know, and again, always one of the things you remember from that is Steve Walsh and Ian Wright uh, oh, playing yeah. each other. Come on then, yeah. you know, at the, at the end. Uh, yeah. I mean, what a game to be part of that was. Definitely. It's it's the game I actually always mention myself as the one of the craziest games I've <laughs> I've ever played. The most one of the most memorable games I've played. First you play Arsenal, which was a great team back in the day. Well, actually now they're at top of the table, you know, but yeah. they have yeah. had a couple of hard years behind them, you know, but they had a really great side back in the days. And with um, uh, Dennis Bergkamp three goals, and yeah. I actually think that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but when when they scored three one, people were leaving the stadium, and I don't know how many goals that were made on extra time, but I think it's at least three that was made on extra time. Well, yeah, I mean Dennis Bergkamp nine minutes um, yeah. into the game, then on the sixty first, I think that was the one where. Oh no, I think it was the third one where he he left Matt Elliott. <laughs> he just like flipped it over him. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh God, him. what a goal! What a goal that it, is! It was, now. yes, it was. And I think Matt Elliott has always said like he's so glad he got one back at the other end. But yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, the 84th minute, Emil Heskey got one back. Um, 84th, 84th. So it yeah. was it was two one at 90 minutes. So yes, like yeah, exactly. You say, Three exactly. goals in in the in in injury time. Yeah, crazy. Yes, yeah. I mean, fairness to Anthony, he does say um, three three. That's my best Arsenal versus Leicester game. Uh, Bergkamp uh, hat trick. Um, but it was just. I mean, you know, Martin O'Neill jumping up and down on the touchline. Yeah. It was like, when, when's this going to end? And yeah, yeah, Arsenal yeah. fans go, uh, players going mad at the referee at the end for all the extra time. But ah, oh, they were like, like you and say, a corner kick, a corner kick, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah. the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. And the was was Matt, Matt, Matt Elliott looking like he played for Brazil with that goal that he scored. <laughs> 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 I mean, what was the dressing room like after that game? I was crazy. Well, I, well, I don't really remember. Remember, by uh, so a long yeah. time ago. But I mean, it was a crazy game, and I, I can I can just imagine. Uh, because the way it ended as well, you know, come from behind. And uh, because when 3-2 came, you know, it was like, yeah, th- th- okay, that's it, you know. So, but 
three three and the whole stadium exploded you know yes um sorry about the people on the on the car park that they didn't uh, because they were leaving you know so they could just hear the the three uh, the sheer after the sheer after the sheer you know you know yeah. so yeah don't leave the stadium you know stay well, no, you, in those days you couldn't because like no. i say if anybody thought about having a rest sort of you know 85 minutes onwards martin i'm sure would have uh, chastised you but um Certainly, from my point of view, all, all good things come to an end. Um, yeah. We won another uh, uh, cup, but you, you, nineteen ninety nine, you moved back to Sweden. Yes, I did. Um, I had my daughter in Sweden, so I promised her to, to only sign one contract out of Sweden, and uh, I didn't go back to to uh, Gothenburg. I signed yeah. for AIK up in Stockholm, and they were yeah. playing the Champions League actually against Arsenal. We spoke about we. We had them, Fiorentina. Oh, please tell me you beat them. Please yeah. tell me you beat them. <laughs> well, no, we, no, we were we were close, but uh, we, we we didn't unfortunately back in. We were not strong enough. Uh, Gothenburg mm. team a few years earlier we spoke about were were a stronger side, you know. So, so, yeah. um, but um, yeah, so I moved moved back up to Stockholm and uh, to be closer to to family actually. Mm. And from there, you eventually moved back and did came full circle and came back to Gothenburg, went back to Gothenburg. Yeah, the, I, I used to be the captain of the team and um, the, the, the Gothenburg fans were not happy that I, I didn't end up in, in Gothenburg and also my teammates. So they, they went to the board and, and they, yeah, they... They got me back home again, kind of. You know, I wanted yeah. to to go there as well myself, so it wasn't that difficult, you know. But uh, so I was only in Stockholm for 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 two years, and then I got back to Gothenburg. Mm. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com the Talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds however when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends we might not always feel as confident that's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. We talked obviously about your Swedish career. Um, third place in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, only, only, only behind Brazil and Italy. I mean, that's not a bad, a bad thing on your CV either, is it? No, no. I'm, 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 I'm proud of being a part of that team. And as you say, we played Brazil in the group, and we drew one-one uh, against them. And um, and that's when I played uh, Romario then in that game. And um, then we got, then, then we got to. Pardon? Is he in your other pocket? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's out partying. That's what he is doing. <laughs> he was, 
he was a party animal, Romario, you know, so, yeah. so um, he doesn't stay home that much. But uh, And then we, um, strangely enough, we have to play them again in the semifinal. We mm. had a very weak game. Uh, we had one less day to, to recover and we had a, had a really bad game. We only lost 1-0, but uh, we, we should have lost more, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we at least won four four zero for the third prize against Bulgaria. You know, Risto Stoichkov and and his teammates. Yeah. <coughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. Third to me, third in the World Cup again. Nothing, nothing to be sneezed at. Um, now, obviously, you are working in the media yep. in Sweden, uh, yep. and you said you know you cover um, the Premier League. Yeah, we do, do like match of the day or, uh, yeah, we mm. broadcast Premier League. So um, sometimes I, I sit in the studio. I was in the studio. Actually, we, we had the the the, um, the Villa Leicester game on, on <laughs> Saturday. So that was really nice. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. uh, um, and also the next weekend and the following weekend. So I have three weekends in a row now working in the studio. I also sometimes go to games as a commentary expert commentaries i was over mm. for the new year on the on the new year's eve i was up in wolverhampton because it was the wolves man new game and uh, the, and the, and the new year's day i was at tottenham villa actually so i was working over in in london then but uh, so occasionally i'm over as well but yeah otherwise it's studio work yeah you you were, you must have been following obviously the the the, the season when we won that. Oh, where's it? I've moved it. That amazing <laughs> trophy there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've I've held it. I have held it. You know. You've held, oh, brilliant. Uh, because you, you came over the way. <laughs> you were over to play um, uh, in Stockholm. You played uh, Barcelona uh, up yes. in Stockholm. So I was there as yes. the ambassador of Leicester. So the the ah. cup was there. Yeah. That was um, was that when Ahmed Musa scored um, yeah. two goals? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What? What? I mean, I just a sidetrack. I absolutely thought he was going to be absolutely brilliant. He and was then, flying that game. He was flying. He was, but yeah. they stuck him out on the well. Claudio stuck him out on the wing, and mm. he wasn't a winger, you know. But then, no. you, you know, nobody was going to replace Vardy, obviously, at that stage. No, no, but no, no. how was it? How was it taken in Sweden? You know, this this club, Leicester. Obviously, well known because of yourself and, yeah. and that link, but we, you know, we, we weren't a Man United or a Liverpool or, and I'll say Arsenal because you're in Anthony, but you know, we, we haven't got yeah. that worldwide recognition. No, but that season it went absolutely bananas. Yeah, and and it's still, I mean, it's, it's still over here. Um, uh, people still remember. Uh, uh, so as you say, it's a phenomenon. I mean. You, you remember even even if Leicester is not as big brand as Man U in the world, mm. you know. Uh, but that season is a brand of itself, uh, and uh, and I think that Leicester have gained so many supporters around the world. First of all, because they've done really well in the in the Premiership, and mm. but also because of that character and 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 that season. Uh, I, I think also helped le- put Leicester properly on the map, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I think 
it happened to be us. I mean, had it been saying a, 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 a you know a villa or or, or some you know a, or wolves or somebody, I think people just we gave we gave teams that were outside that big six. I hate calling them that, but it gave hope to them all that this yeah. could be done. You know, um, one by uh, ten points. Yes, yes. One uh, by ten points. That's yes. uh, it's just that's just ridiculous. It wasn't like two points or one point. It was ten <laughs> points. It I was, remember the Spurs fan talking fully of to Robbie Savage on the last day, claiming yeah. that they were the better team than Leicester. And you know, it's like, uh, like how did you know? How can you say that when you you, yeah. you came second? I mean, they, I mean, they beat us twice, did Arsenal, but they still couldn't beat us overall. And no. So that's always nice to, to remember. <coughs> but yeah, it was, and um, I mean, I was doing podcasts and, and interviews and. I know there was. I would be ringing up another, um, another sort of podcast. Saying, oh, can you do? Can you speak to sort of you know Japanese radio on Monday for me?" <laughs> went, oh, yeah, but if you can do New Zealand on Tuesday for me, it was yeah. absolutely. I've never yeah, yeah. been so knackered during a football <laughs> season before. Um, but it was great. It was, and I would not swap it for anything. Uh, the world, the F, the World Cup. Sorry, the FA Cup does come a very close second. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I don't. Do you, you say you're covering the football now? Mm. Again, it was almost after we'd won it that the big clubs kind of said, mm, "We can't have this again." And mm. you know, it's gone back now to sort of normality. Now Newcastle have come along, yeah. um, but of course they've got. A little bit more money than a, a lot of the other clubs, and they'll probably, yeah, exactly, exactly. They will smash it, I'm sure, you know, because of the money. But do, do you, I mean, it's changed a lot, yeah. Do you think it's changed for the better? Uh, which, uh, which to the better football generally now because there's a lot more money around. It's a difficult question. I, I, I wouldn't say to the better. And for that reason, I mean, it's for the better for the English team because now, mm. I mean, Leicester is probably a larger team than as AC Milan, if you know what I mean, mm. because there's yeah. so much money into the Premier League. So, but I also like when... I want to have a strong Real Madrid. I want to have a strong Barcelona, Bayern Munich, etc. Mm. So, you know, I don't want it to be just all English, if you know what I mean. I, I because I think that loses a little bit of the that you want the the different you know team from different countries competing. Now the English team are buying just everybody because it's yeah. just so much money into it, and obviously mm. it's fantastic for the for the british teams i mean to have uh, players like that uh, you know sign, mm. signing for nottingham forest you know you come from psg kaylon Navas, <laughs> champions league win you signing for nottingham forest you know it's like that that didn't happen 10 years ago if you know what i mean 2 years oh, no. ago maybe you know but yeah. but at the same time everything is everything is changing uh, so you have to keep up with everything, and they've been very smart with the with the with the marketing of the Premier League, and that's where that's where everybody wants to play. It is the super. They spoke about the Super League. They, we have the Super League. It's the Premier League. 
Yeah. Everybody wants to play in, in Premier League. So mm. the, the, it's, it's just, yeah. you know, so like, just get on with it. Indeed. A last question before I just come on to a couple of um, comments in, in, in the in the chat. Yeah. Do you have VAR in Sweden? No, we don't. You do. So when not when yet. not yet. Do you want it? I mean, no. What's no. <laughs> <laughs> it like when you're sort of looking at the the game and you you know you're doing the match of the day equivalent and you know you you see that some of the decisions that are being made. I mean, yeah. I was all for it. I'm not going to lie. I, I was one of the advocates for getting it, but yeah. it's just absolutely being not used in the right way, in my opinion. No, I mean, there have been a lot of controversies, definitely. Mm. Uh, but I also think, uh, because actually, when was uh, what day was it? I'm thinking here now. Uh, because since I'm a broadcaster, we can attend the hearing of the, the referees. Oh, so, right. so I was listening to, and they, you you would be surprised. They're, they're really decent people. They're, they're, they're not as bad. And there is usually, it's become so difficult to understand the ruling. So I have a degree. I have a referee um, degree. So oh, I, right. I, I, I took that many years ago because I was working in the television. So... Yeah. Sometimes the, the the decisions are wrong, and sometimes they're very difficult to see the differences. But there is also a lot of time where the refereeing isn't as bad as you might think if you know the exact what's in the mm. uh, IFAB, you know, what's in the book, yeah. you know, what's in the law yeah. of the game. So, but um, and I also think that you only focus on the decisions that is controversial where mm. even if it saves a game because it would have been a, a mistake from a, the referee and the game could have been lost mm. uh wasn't it in the Leicester game there was a VAR uh, in the in the Aston Villa game you know yeah. you forget yeah. about the decisions that they do right where they could have been wrong as well so Probably. I'm, 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 I'm we love VAR when it goes in our favour, don't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is, you know. So, no, I, I still they can still do it better, and I think that the referee, if they would show people or show the broadcasting, and you can listen to how they, what, what they actually do to, to, to why they have a, a decision, then mm. it's easier to understand. I think that would be in their favor. I, I know that they that they're looking at it, but they haven't taken the decision yet to to open up that door, you know. But I, I think that would have been great to see what they're doing and how they're discussing and and and, and come to the conclusions, you know. Yes, yeah. I still think we should have ex players uh, running it, but that that's just yeah. just me. Just a couple to finish. Who, now. who, um, who by the way, Vinnie Jones and and and. and uh, <laughs> Julian Watts said he'd love to do it. <laughs> Say, be on oh, Vinnie Jones. I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing would be red card for sure. <laughs> he could just come. You can imagine him and Steve Walsh doing it, oh, couldn't you? God. You know, yeah. Vinnie Jones came down and said that was offside. You're not going to argue with me. <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, Anthony says here, uh, Pontus, would you ever go into management and manage a team, and what team would you manage? Um, I have um, I have a trainer 
coaching degree, mm. but I, I never, I never picked it up. I, I, I chose to go on a, on a civil career. I, I run two businesses and I also chose, it's easy with the television because then you can yeah. just tell them what they should have done. You know, it, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 yeah. it's so much easier to be, to be a profit afterwards, you know? So, yes. yeah. So, uh, it, and it's a I, I, job management, isn't it? Yeah. Over here, it, we, it's not that many good jobs. And then you might have to to move. And and um, I train the youth. That's what I do yeah, a yeah. little bit. I train my son, etc. You know, but yeah. uh, so far, no, I never got into that. You could say I chose the television. I've been for, I've been working for the Swedish television for 23 years. Wow. So, uh, yeah. And I think that's uh, maybe easier than to, than to coach him. <laughs> oh, I'm, sure I'm sure it is. And I, yeah. and, and I imagine your wife's very grateful you chose that yeah. career as well. Um, he also asked, who was the best player you came up against in your career? I would say Marco van Basten, if you remember him, oh, when yeah. he played for AC Milan. Mm. Yeah, we played um, one of our first... Um, Champions League games was against Milan away, and uh, they had that famous Saki team. You know, they have uh, all the three: Reikard, Van Basten, Hullit. They, you know, they have the Italian uh, national team basically. You know, with, with those two ex three extra, and we lost four nil, and Van Basten scored all four. You know, so oh, he was so, a good. Uh, but, yeah. No, but he was he was a really. A good team player and a fantastic finisher, to be honest, you know, Marcos. I, 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 it's been quite a few good ones, but I, if I have to say one, I pick him. Yes, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, like you say, um, amazing, amazing talent he was. Yeah. Um, uh, and last one uh, that is asked here, uh, I've just lost it now. Uh, where was it? <laughs> Um, he was asking about the goalkeeper Thomas Ravelli. Yeah, um, oh, he madman. Yeah, how, how good was he? Because he was a, he was he was not bad as a goalkeeper, was he? No, he he's got good agility, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, I know him very well because I played with him here in Gothenburg and also in the mm -hmm. national team, you know. But uh, he, he he wasn't that good. <laughs> no, but but. Um, He's very skillful to read the game, and uh, and um, there is an episode with him when um, where he used to play. He used to play for Öster in Växjö. It's a city, a smaller city, right. and uh, they also have running tracks, athletic tracks around it, and they were doing high jumps, <laughs> and and uh, and he just went over there with his studs and and flew over two meters. Well, so, we stud. So he was very good handling the ball, you know. So his agility up in the air and stuff like that was was yeah. really good. So we usually make fun of him because he wasn't as bad as because he had a lot of criticism before the World Cup uh, if he was going to be the first keeper. But then he had a a really good World Cup, and that that mm -hmm. saved that saved his his career and his reputation and everything. And he, he was quite funny with the thing he did with the ball. You know, he was a little <laughs> bit of a madman, you know, but... Uh, they always but, say goalkeepers are, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. A different yeah. breed, a different yeah. breed. You know, but, You've got to be mad you know, but, to be a goalkeeper. Yeah. 
Very last question, and this is, this is coming from me. Uh, will Leicester stay up this season? Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, and uh, I was a little bit worried. I think they would have stayed up anyway. But mm. now with the trampoline effect, uh, the, the, the three signings, mm. um, you know, some more flesh, uh, fresh blood in, into, into the squad, uh, with that result against Aston Villa, absolutely, I would say, no problem at all. It will be interesting to see the the next coming games, though, uh, mm. because Leicester will be difficult to play against. I think it's Tottenham, it's Man U, it's the Chelsea coming up. Uh, you know, there's some really big games coming That's up. That's reminding me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think this is the right time now because even if you you're not supposed to win to a couple of those teams yeah. uh, so um, no it looks really interesting and the, the three signings looked promising as well so so yeah the Teddy was flying and I think the Christiansen did really well oh, what uh, a great player yeah yeah so yeah. Um, no it looks promising yeah so, Fing so fingers crossed fingers crossed we look up we look up in the table we don't look down <laughs> <laughs> Pontus, I've got to say thank you so much for giving up your time and coming on. I really do appreciate it uh, when my players pleasure. do this. Sorry about my throat a little bit. I, oh. I, I, I've had a little bit of a of a flu during the week, you know, but I'm I'm all right now. No, no, that's right. Well, it's good that you're all right, and I'm so glad that your English is so good because my Swedish is non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> all the best to you and your family. Uh, thank you very much, Chris. And I really do appreciate you giving up your time. And thank you very much. Yeah. And foxes never quit. Da, this is true. This is true. <laughs> Have you got that tattooed anywhere? Yeah, yeah. On my butt. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, I've got, I don't know if you can see it there. Yeah, there you see. Oh, you see. I got chat shit get banned. <laughs> it, was, it was a drunken... Facebook post that I did at Christmas, and you should never post yeah. on Facebook when you're no. drunk, you know. But, uh, but anyway, no, as I say, thank you so very much for your time and coming on. It's been great no, to have you on. Uh, as Mike says here, top man, you know, you are you've been you. brilliant. And uh, take care and hopefully speak to you again soon. Definitely, no problem. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much to Pontus for coming on. One of my heroes, and I, I always have to pinch myself uh, when I, when I'm doing these. That you know, I'm talking to people that I watched out on the pitch. I watched playing football. I watched winning cups, and and it, it's just great. It's just great that they uh, they do that, and I'm always appreciative of them uh, giving up their time uh, to come on and do that. Um, what's coming up next, I hear you ask? What's coming up next, Chris? There you go. I knew I'd heard you ask it. Well, uh, let me tell you. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. Two o'clock tomorrow. Two o'clock tomorrow. What am I saying? This is honestly, this is not rum and coke. This is just coke. Okay. Nine o'clock tomorrow night. We are going to be doing the prediction show. Steve Linux will be back with us for that. Uh, join us then. Uh, I'm not in the lead anymore. I'll just leave it at that. Thank you 100% to say to Pontus for coming on. Uh, if you've been listening on the podcast, thank you so very much for lending me your ears. You can have them back now. 
and thank you very much for watching. Take care, and I will see you tomorrow night. Uh, and um, well, we've also got so we've also got another in conversation with I forgot almost almost forgot. Uh, saved it at the last minute. Nine o'clock on Wednesday. Nine o'clock on Wednesday. If you're doing nothing and you like these conversations, Russell Osman, pop in and have a chat and see what he's got to say for himself uh, about his time at Leicester. <laughs> it's amazing. Some of the players you think, oh my God, yes, of course. <sighs> yes. Uh, makes me feel really, really old. I'm going to go now and uh, put my feet up and have a cocoa. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Thanks for watching and thank you for listening on the podcast. As always, couldn't be, wouldn't be worth doing without you guys. Take care. See you tomorrow. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. watching these videos are tremendous you better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over it is now the talk sport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds however when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.